I am Tim. And I'm Matt. And this is Ear Buddies. Matt, we've had, uh, you know, we've been so fortunate over the years doing our our little pod. Uh, We've talked to a lot of interesting people. We've talked to each other. I think we find each other interesting. (laughs) It's been good. But if I had to make a short list, and I mean a very short list of people that I would like to chat with, pick their brain on Ear Buddies, Caitlin Clausens is on that list. She is a performer she's a singer she plays guitar she's a songwriter a producer a writer many folks would recognize her many parents would recognize her as the face of katie's classroom and various songs on super simple songs from skyship entertainment company and caitlin joins ear buddies right now caitlin hello hi that sounds really nice hello hello (laughs) (laughs) Hello. I can't believe it. A short list. And you want to talk to me? I'm very, I'm very happy to talk. Thanks for inviting me to talk tunes. Well, we, it's all about the tunes for us. Yeah. And now Matt is uh, not a parent. Maybe in spirit he is. But <laughs> I do. I have a couple I'm, dozen nieces and nephews though. So okay, I, sure, I, sure, I am sure. also a parent in spirit. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm, you know, I'm out here with a two-year-old who uh, is a big fan of Super Simple Songs. We have, we discovered this YouTube channel, you know, before he turned one, probably he was nine months old or so, and he loves this stuff, and not just the video, but the songs. We'll just turn mm-hmm. on the music, and he is glued to it, calms him down, he sings along now. It's It's just been fun to watch him grow with this music. And... For me as a parent, I have been saying, whoa, um, there is great new children's music being written and released uh, all the time, and much of it comes through super simple songs. In my tummy and it grumbles when it's hungry. Grumble, 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 grumble. There's a monster in my tummy and it grumbles when it's hungry. Grumble, 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 grumble. Uh, so, Caitlin, you have been a part of... Uh, Skyship Entertainment, which produces Super Simple Songs, for uh, how long now? Like seven years? Now I'm going to have to do math. Um, Yeah, I think um, seven or eight years. I joined in 2017, um, and it was chugging along well Mm -hmm. before I I joined the party. Um, Mm -hmm. But yeah, it's been... It was such an amazing opportunity. It's just been so cool to, to, to work with everybody. And it's so nice to hear... Uh, that that parents are enjoying the songs, so that's really great. Yes, uh, that's the thing that is crucial, and we'll talk a lot more about this in, in a few minutes. But it's not just it's not just music that a two year old enjoys; it's music that uh, his mom and I also enjoy. Mm-hmm. Which is that to uh, me is like which is a gift, the dream to hear that parents enjoy it and they don't mind watching it because mm-hmm. then you can like make memories together with your child. You know, I loved sharing music I liked with my parents. And then when they liked it, too, it was like, yes, it's so exciting when you get to share that. So that's it's, like the number one thing when somebody says, I like it, too. That's mm-hmm. fireworks. <laughs> Let's talk a little history. Yeah. Caitlin, about, you know, can you talk to us about Super Simple Songs a, a little bit? This is 
a channel. I mean, it's one of the most popular YouTube channels, period. Um, and as you said, it had been chugging along when you joined. But what's the what's the story behind this? Yeah, it was started um, in 2005. Mm-hmm. That's the, the, the beginning of the Super Simple Folklore. Uh, and it was started um, by teachers. They were um, two teachers, Devin and Troy, um, who are good friends now, and they uh, were teaching English uh, to ESL students in Japan. And they hmm. they were just there teaching, kind of doing um, a couple years abroad. And they found that the songs that they wanted to use in the classroom, songs that they had grown up with in Canada and uh, and America, were just too complex. Like these really young learners who didn't know a lot of English just couldn't you know, even really grasp Twinkle Twinkle Little Star and all these things. So, and it wasn't necessarily very helpful. Like, who needs to learn the word twinkle? Like, there's more important words to learn in English before twinkle, even though it's a nice word. Sunday, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday. Uh, so they started just creating their own songs. They had a uh, background in music. One had a uh, music degree and the other one just grew up in the music industry. So they just started creating their own songs. And it just so happened to be the beginning of YouTube. In this clip, we're going to be introducing the Beth song, which is a great song for practicing the names of body parts. It's also great for practicing I can and can you? Can you wash your hair? So they started sharing on YouTube just as a way to share their songs with other teachers in Japan. And they just started to have a wider and wider reach. And yeah, now it's just become a whole universe of uh, children's characters and channels. And it's become so huge. But that's how it started, just in a classroom. And that's kind of like really where the heart of Super Simple still is, is for ESL learners and keeping it super simple. And for teachers. Open, shut them, open, shut them. Put them in your lap, lap, lap. Forward and back. Cool. And and I mean, that, um, the timing, I suppose, of YouTube kind of cropping up alongside the channel or mm-hmm. alongside. Stars aligning. Otherwise, it would have been MySpace. <laughs> <laughs> you know, that would be kind of fun too, though, right? If, uh... <laughs> yeah. What could have been, I guess. What could have been. <laughs> so, Matt, and listen, Matt, I'll we'll we'll let you in here soon, but let me. No, just you let guys me talk. Go, I'm right? loving this. <laughs> <laughs> uh, let's talk a little bit about you, Caitlin, or you know, as as many people know you, uh, Katie, right, mm. from Katie's classroom, and uh, you know, you you have become like the face of super simple songs. Let's go on a color hunt and find different colors. Let's start with the color blue. I see something blue. Blue. What is that like for you? You know, think of how many millions of views uh, <laughs> you know, you you have accrued and how many kids out there know every word to the songs that you're singing? What yeah. is the experience like for you? the performer yeah well it's a very special thing i think that i get to sing these songs and that super simple has such a wide uh audience and such a wide reach uh to get to reach so many different families and that they listen to these songs and that they enjoy it 
that is just really nice. And um, I think the the most amazing thing is seeing videos when parents send in videos or photos of their kiddos watching the videos and they're following along. Mm. Um, you know, we get a lot of really nice comments and and it's kind of, you know, you could be a little like, oh, someone likes it. Hooray. <laughs> you know, you, but I'm yeah, really trying. I'm, I'm, I'm really trying to like feel all those super beautiful things that 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 people say. We have um, a from the mailbox sort of uh, group chat among our uh, coworkers, and we always share mm. the nice messages in there with the, with the with the team. And it's it's just it's pretty amazing. Just the amount of wonderful feedback we get. Did you uh, did you set out to to get into children's music? I mean, uh, that's really funny you say that because I remember watching children's performers when I was a kid and thinking that looks so silly. I'm never going to do that. <laughs> like that was the only like how how is that for the universe? But it was it was the only thing I remember watching and having a strong visceral reaction of like, I don't want to do that. I never thought that about any other job. And now we're here. But that doesn't mean that I like, I, I just didn't under understand it. I think I didn't want to do a certain kind of performing. Um, hmm. So I wanted to just be myself. If I was going to talk to kids, I always thought it was really important to talk to them the way I would talk to any, anybody else in in some ways, you know, keep it simple and stuff. But um, I, I just remember seeing like these performers that were just so over the top and, and, and me being a kid, I didn't like being performed to like that. And I thought, mm. that's not what I want. Um, but I always uh, worked with kids. Every single job I had just had a bend to performing or teaching there was always children um involved in some way it just happened to be the the path i took and then even when i was singing uh i was just getting called more and more for uh children's music and it's so fun out in the woods there was a tree the prettiest tree that you ever did see so i was loving doing that and that's just yeah it just sort of happened to find its way there and I've always had a passion for parenting I've always been so in interested in children's psychology so it's just it's it's a perfect amalgamation of so many things I'm interested in plus music I mean it's so it's been great but yeah I didn't necessarily set out to do it it found it found me in a way that's so that's a very good answer i think because mm -hmm. you know I, I know exactly what you mean with the uh, you know because kids aren't stupid kids are very smart and when you you know you're seeing uh these over performative um i don't, I don't have a good example i haven't watched <laughs> many kid shows recently <laughs> well whatever what I, I remember when, when i was a kid it was like a lot of clowns um i think yeah and I was just yeah, like, like literally I clowns. know what you're doing. Yeah, yeah right, exactly. <laughs> like, and, and I, come, and I you think, don't have to do that. Yeah, because that feels, I mean, I don't know if you maybe know it at the time as a child, but like that that always feels insulting, I feel like, because you want to, you know, you want to be yourself and you want to be able to come from a place of uh, honesty. And I think like 
you know, there are examples like uh, Fred Rogers, uh, Raffi, probably, and the you know these people who they're children's entertainers, uh, but they are very serious, right? There's and they are themselves, um, and they are direct, and you know, speaking simply, like you said, but they, uh, I, I feel like that is um, like <laughs> the right way to do it, I guess. Um, so that I mean, I, I feel like that makes all kinds of sense that uh, there's a lot of integrity in that um but kind of on that note then i want to ask so tim and i have talked about this uh many many times and again i'm i don't have any children but i do (laughs) i know i know a lot of children and i care (laughs) about kids and i we always talk about the the tunes here like just the quality of the music itself and so uh, when when Tim mentioned that he had snagged you for an interview, I was uh, thrilled because I, I want I want to ask someone who's you know doing this for a living, what in your opinion, uh, I mean, what makes a good children's song? Is it different than than what makes a good uh, I guess regular song, top forty song? I think it's banjo. <laughs> I think that helps. <laughs> I'm just kidding. All right, I well, told you Caitlin, I thought about thanks it. so much for joining us. Uh, I think we cracked the code. Yeah. I love I love a banjo. No, uh, but <laughs> um, it's kind of it's kind of tricky, and it, it's an interesting question, and I think it's a good question. Um, but like any question about something artistic, it could be so nuanced. You know, how yeah. can mm-hmm. you say what makes a great movie or what makes a great song or a painting um, other than banjo. Um, Sure. (laughs) The common denominator, right. (laughs) So there's so many ways to do it. Um, Like I was, I, I, I used to play these birthday parties for kids. It was something I still love to do when I can, but um, Mm -hmm. I played this three-year-old's birthday party and he requested Bad Moon Rising by CCR. And it was uh-huh. his favorite song. And I loved that. And I was like, man, like this three-year-old loves Bad Moon Rising. <laughs> so that's his favorite song. Like that's his gr- greatest kid song, right? Mm-hmm. Not a kid song at all. Um, yeah, so it could be so many different things. But when I think about like me as a performer, what makes yeah. a great song that I love? I love a song that... I can sort of improvise a little bit. I like something that's recognizable to an audience so they can sort of jump on the train right away, but then maybe give it a little twist. I like to think of them as like little Katie twists. Hmm. Uh, For example, if you're happy and you know it. Are you feeling happy? (laughs) I feel happy when we get to sing together. Let's show how happy we are. Super recognizable song. Uh, But every single time you play it, you could think of new actions, right? You could do jumping instead of clapping. You could do um, touch your nose, touch your toes. You could do tickle your tummy. You could do play peekaboo. You could do so, so many things. And sometimes when I would be playing live shows, if there's a child who's who's maybe, uh, you know, participating, but is just sort of standing still and watching, sometimes I'd be like, if you're happy and you know it, stand real still. And you make mm. them participate. <laughs> so just being able to like switch things up, I think, is really fun for me. And doing like a little banter 
with with a song I love to banter. If you've heard our sing along songs album, it's lots of lots of talking uh, over the music. So I love that for me as a performer. Um, but when I was also thinking about all the songs that I really like, um, that I liked growing up, all all the kids songs that I'm really drawn to. Mm-hmm. So here's where I think I've cracked the code because yeah. <laughs> all the songs that I really loved had something uh, that there was kind of like a little nugget of passion in there. It was about love uh, or teaching something or sharing a story, maybe expressing gratitude for the day or spending time with someone. So I think what makes a good kid song is something that has a little bit of intention behind it. Depend mm. and, and and it could be all sorts of different things. It could sound like Bad Moon Rising or it could sound like if you're happy and you know it, it could have banjo. It doesn't have to have banjo. Um, but I think if it comes from a heartfelt place of wanting to create something that's meaningful for kids, I think that that's what makes a good kid song because kids can feel it. I think they can feel it when you have intention behind it and that there's care behind it. Mm, yeah, right. They're, they're not fools. Like you said, Matt, they are aware of nuance and, and they can pick up a lot of things. And to your point, Caitlin, you know, the sonic diversity of children's music, I mean, it's huge. It mm-hmm. can be all kinds of things and it can be for all kinds of purposes. There are songs that are literally trying to like teach you what the colors are. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and then there are songs that are honestly just about goofing around and having fun right um and so, like everyone's gonna enjoy different kinds of sounds too even even when you're a young kid yeah. absolutely yeah that's <laughs> yeah but i love what you say about intention um because and listen we don't want to get you into any like beef wars or anything with other kids music creators uh, caitlin but <laughs> there is a I mean, there is a, an industry that revolves around entertaining kids in front of a television, right? Like YouTube autoplays. And so there are people who are just opening the floodgates and putting all kinds of like AI generated kind of soulless stuff on the Internet that is colorful and bright and noisy and kind of plays on (laughs) yes that plays on but it plays on kids like base uh you know impulses like it's oh it's bright it's noisy it's silly goofy things are happening on camera even if they don't like make any sense or they aren't trying to tell me anything i yeah i don't know exactly where i'm going with this caitlin except just to say the internet is vast yes yeah (laughs) it contains multitudes it is it it is vast i mean and and some some intentions are to yeah have 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 children watch and and want to make make money um Mm -hmm. but you know as vast as the internet is there's so many i think really wonderful creators out there who really do care and they come in all sorts of different sounds and in different ways um so for as much stuff out there that is scary and potentially problematic i think there's a lot of really wonderful things. I can hear with my ears. I can see with my eyes. I can taste with my mouth. I can smell 
with my nose. I can touch with my hands. Yes, I can. And I can feel with my heart. And I mean, that's why. Uh, not to just turn this into a gush fest, but that's why finding something like Super Simple Songs as a parent is such a gift. It's like, oh, okay, I know that there is a reliable source here for me that's churning out new tunes also. Like, you know, you get some new music every few weeks, it seems like. And and I know, okay, there's something here that I can trust is not going to, um, you know, steer my child in any kind of wrong direction right that is a that's a really nice thing for a parent and that's something that we definitely don't take lightly because we have a lot of conversations about the way we present things even the way we we pronounce things uh we have Hmm. you know we have conversations about big things and we have conversations about teeny tiny little things (laughs) Uh, even the word little like when we're singing it's like okay is it little or is it little what is Wow. I know. Sure. And like spending 30 minutes in the booth being like, hmm, well, let's try it both ways. I don't know. I love that. I love yeah. that. Imagination, 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 sure. imagination. <laughs> See, that's, that's, that's the, so good. These are the conversations we take very seriously. That's intentionality. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Okay. So we we're getting a sense for, broadly speaking, like what makes good kids music. So... Uh, Caitlin, let's talk sort of about like your preferences. Like what's, you know, what's in in your pantheon of like great kids music that uh, it can be super simple songs. It can be uh, from Katie's classroom or it can be stuff you grew up with. I mean, what, what works for you and, and what's working about it? Yeah. uh, I love this question. It also stresses me out because I feel like I'm going to miss something, (laughs) 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 but there's, there's so much, that, that, that I love, and especially like growing up loving music. Um, mm-hmm. Okay, but definitely some come to mind. I, I grew up um, in, in Canada, so we had a lot of amazing Canadian children's media. The CBC mm. uh, was amazing. I, you know the, the little miniature vi- village in uh, Mr. Rogers' na- neighborhood? That was actually built in Canada. Eh? No way. Trivia. Okay. <laughs> okay. Um, but we had some amazing children's musicians, um, like specifically kids' mu- mu- kids music. It was it was just so much wonderful um, tunes to choose from. But I I grew up watching uh, Fred Penner's Place, which was a show on CBC. Have you guys heard of Fred Penner? I think I've seen he's a couple like, episodes. Yeah. yeah, he's. He's great. So he had this show where he would crawl through a log, and I loved that, to his um, to his place, his Fred Penner place, and it was outside, and uh, it felt very like grounded and and wonderful. And he and he had a guitar, and he would always play these songs. Um, he had he would sing this song called "What a Day," all about uh, expressing gratitude for for the day. It's such like. It's a real get up and go song. Like it'll just get you going. What a day, what a day, filled with surprises. What a day, what, what a day. day. So I, I kind of have um, a, a little tangent story about Please. Red Penner. Um, so he's still he's still out there. He's still performing, and he performed. Um, I think it was 
2011 at uh, a music festival that I love and he was there and he did a set oh my gosh you have the video okay so he he <laughs> did a set for um, the children's stage, but then he did a set for like main, the main stage, the, the, for where all the families and, and, and adults are. Uh, and he came out, everyone is psyched, and he says, oh, hey everyone, you're all grown up, how did we do? And I think everybody was just like, <laughs> It's such an amazing, like, and so, so there's this video on YouTube um, of him singing this song and he's getting us to repeat it. And man, what a day, what a day it was. And you can see mm. m- me in this video, I'm like front row. Um, <laughs> and it's it's 2011, it's, it's way before um, I joined super simple and started doing Katie's classroom but you can see there I am rocking back and forth that's hilarious um and I have the Katie braid and when I before it was a thing before it was a thing well I was always doing the braid but I was like oh man how amazing is that and we're listening to, to Fred Penner and like everybody was just like you're hugging strangers, like, and just, <laughs> it, crying. It was such a beautiful thing. And he just brought us all together with music. He had us repeating after him and, and singing together. He ended that set with You Are My Sunshine, and we all did it a cappella. And holy moly. It's just so Gosh. nice. Like, and that music, is, it just has that power. It just can grab you and take you right back. It's, it's an amazing thing. So that was... What a day that was! <laughs> so that's that's kind of that's that's a very special song, and and he's a, a special person who, yeah, in, inspired a lot. And just I like that he it was just him and his guitar. Mm. He he was in the outdoors anyway. So there's so there's, Fred, there's a little story about Fred. Fred Penner though, I mean, so that's someone new to me actually, Caitlin. But mm. but it seems like he kind of is carrying that spirit of. You know how like Fred Rogers, for instance, right? And I and I loved I love Fred Rogers too. Sure, and I mean, who doesn't? But <laughs> part of part of the part of the magic of Fred, at being you know, we've watched a little bit of Mister Rogers now with our two year old. He is. It's like he is listening to you through the television somehow, like creating this. This intimacy somehow like breaking through a screen and um, sharing moments like that and speaking very honestly about feelings and things like that. There are many ways of saying who you are and how you feel. Ways that can be so helpful. Ways that don't hurt yourself or anybody else. Kind of sounds sounds similar, you know, in... Definitely. And of course, of course, then you come, you see him as an adult and it's, you know, opens the, the waterworks like that. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, there's there's a similar story um, that I heard with, with Fred Rogers where he was uh, he or uh, it was somebody who had grown up uh, watching Mr. Rogers neighborhood and he had ran. He was having a hard day and he just happened to sort of I think he was in an elevator hmm. with Fred Rogers um, and he said to him like, oh, hello, like, I love you and all this. And Fred said to him, oh, are you one of my television neighbors? 
Like, how wonderful <laughs> is on. that? Come on. All grown up. Yeah. And we and we try and do a similar thing with Katie's Classroom. Well, Katie's Classroom started as a live show on YouTube. Mm-hmm. Um, when live first started, uh, it was available to kids. And um, that's since changed. But we, we were able to play around with it for, for a couple of years. And we had all those real-time interactions. It was really special. We were able to interact with people in real time as they commented. So when we started to do our pre-recorded videos all our videos now are pre-recorded but we definitely wanted to keep that feeling of um interaction and real-time communication um looking at the camera and you know talking to our classroom friends and asking them Mm -hmm. questions even though we can't necessarily hear the answer we can um we can ask it and wonder and look at this mouth how many teeth does this mouth have Let's count them together. Uh, Zach Marsh, who's our music director, and he does the the piano work for Katie's Classroom. He's very inspired by Johnny Costa, who's the piano player for Mr. Rogers. And the piano kind of acts as um, the audience. So if I ask a question, there'll be a little twinkle twinkle from the piano. Uh, we can kind of imagine that that music is, is is a person that we're interacting with in a way. One, two, three. Four, five, six, six teeth. Yeah. So, so yeah, Fred Penner and Mr. Rogers, I think hold a similar connection. I think Fred Penner is kind of like the Canadian Mr. Rogers in, in a lot of way, in, 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 in a lot of ways. But, um, another song that I really love from Mr. Rogers is the, what do you do? Mm. Which is that wonderful song, uh, the, the lyrics that he read during the Senate committee mm, yeah, uh, yeah. I think in 1969 could I tell you the words of one of the songs which I feel is very important yes it starts out what do you do with the mad that you feel and that first line came straight from a child what do you do with the mad that you feel when you feel so mad you could bite when the whole wide world seems when oh the so whole wrong. wide world seems oh so wrong and nothing you do seems very right what do you do? Do you punch a bag? Do you pound some clay or some dough? So that's a song with a lot of intention behind it, trying to, you know, teach children coping mechanisms to deal with those big feelings when you feel so mad that you could bite. Uh, and I love the um, the instrumentation behind it. It's like a musical. I was kind of thinking it's like kids can live in a musical, you know? Yeah. It's like almost appropriate for them to live in a musical, to have music going all the time. And like adults just can't do that without. Well, well what if you they can, could? You, you, <laughs> could, you could try, but everyone's like, all right, that's a little corny. Sure. Feeling is really mine. Know that there's something deep inside that helps us become what we can. But, you know, kids' music can be really earnest it could be really corny and it could be both like this is you 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 got that really performative music and then you have these like really powerful meaningful lyrics and you put them together and it's just so fun and and powerful i think it's so great yeah can we talk about some of the work you're doing then with super simple and um katie's classroom like i'd i'd love to pick your brain about uh you know some of the various work that I have come to really enjoy. Mm-hmm. Please. One one being 
this Christmas album that you released not too long ago for the last holiday season, uh, Countdown to Christmas. It's the countdown to Christmas. This was really cool. Can you talk about this? Yeah, so that was kind of a project. A lot of the songs that we do um, take a while to come out, right? So we get really excited about a song um, Mm. and then we have to like wait almost a year for for people to hear it. Um, And this project originally started because we wanted to create something that would have a little bit of immediacy. And we wanted to create something for families and kind of try something a little different. Um, So we created 10 new Christmas songs, which is also a challenge to create original Christmas songs. (laughs) I'll say. Um, well, some some are um, popular songs like Jingle Bells and up, up on the House Stuff, but we created kind of our own little B section that was brand new. So there's something new about all, all these songs. And in a way, it's a bit of a departure from what we've traditionally done uh, with Super Simple Songs and even with Katie's Classroom. Uh, because there's much more of like a pop element to it and we were kind of pushing the boundaries and exploring with genre. Uh, mm-hmm. we, we brought in a team of musicians and to, to record the album and we did it all I think in like four days uh, and we did it all live so we would just play the songs all, all the way through so that's very different than how we normally do things at Super Simple uh, but we wanted to try something different and I think we really wanted to reach uh, families, because again, mm. it's it's so wonderful when when parents enjoy the music as well. Uh, because I think like co-viewing is is so Im- important, and it's such a wonderful thing that you can do with your children. Yeah. And if you enjoy what you're watching, then there's a more likely chance that you're gonna want to sit and enjoy it. Um, sure. So we we wanted to create something for families, the, the tall and the small, and, you know, even people who don't have children, who only have children in spirit, like, like Matt, uh, <laughs> could maybe enjoy it. Uh, so if you have your whole family coming over, you, you could put, put it on and children will maybe feel more engaged with the family and everyone just has a more sense of togetherness through this music. So that was the dream. And we got some really nice comments from parents saying that they loved it and some really great videos from kids singing along. So that was a really mm-hmm. special one. And we're pretty, we're, we're pretty proud of it. <laughs> the, I mean, the, yeah, the instrumentation is amazing. Like you've got all these the live horns, horns right? and the it's horns. funky and it's very, very fresh. For, funky and for, fresh. You know, yeah. Excellent <laughs> stuff. Yeah. I mean, that's like, you know, I I think it is so important if you can to kind of make children's music we've discussed this but make children's music yeah. for everybody right because like I you know did my due diligence here kind of preparing for this and listen to that um a few of the songs and it's like that is solid stuff you know it's not it's mm-hmm. not just um kind of lowest common denominator which is obviously what you <laughs> never want to be doing for kids music yeah and I- a, a lot of us here, I mean, all of us here are, are music lovers, too, you know, mm-hmm. and we just happen to end up in children's music. But it but maybe it would. But we've been making music our whole lives, whether it's children's music or not. So we just want to create music that we really like. And we 
we, we love all the music that, that we create for kids. And I think that that translates, you know, if we're, if, if we're enjoying ourselves, then other parents and families will enjoy it too. What do you listen to Katie? What like (laughs) artists, songs, what are your favorites? Yeah. So I got, I got lots. Um, I, yeah, I can kind of like go back and forth between a lot of, a lot of things. Um, but I think kind of at my core, I'm like a singer songwriter gal, mm. uh, a girl with a guitar, you know, um, <laughs> I was, I was really into Jewel girl, growing up. She was a, a huge influence for me to kind of pick up the, the guitar mm-hmm. and, and learn to play. Cause I wanted to sing her songs. And of course I love Joni Mitchell. Um, loved mm. a lot of like sad bands growing up that gave me all the feels. <laughs> <laughs> Were you into emo? Well, I, you know, I, for, for a hot minute there, like I loved bright eyes. I still love bright eyes. I mean, I oh, love, yeah. I, 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 I stand by all my choices. Yeah. <laughs> I, oh yeah. As you should. I, I really liked Hanson. Like Hanson's still good. When I, when I listened to that, I'm like, that's still really good. Um, but I like I also love Joni Mitchell and and Van Morrison. Um, there's a great uh, singer songwriter here in Canada named Joel Plaskett, who I really love. Mm. Um, but yeah, it's a lot of like people people who write songs, people who have a good lyric, um, and banjo. <laughs> there it is again. <laughs> yeah, I'm a sucker for a lyric, um, and I love a stringed instrument. Very so good. that explains like this guitar back here, like that's and that and that's why I wanted to play guitar, um, just because I wanted to be able to sing these songs that I loved so much, and that's still like why I want to play to 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 the kiddos. Like I want, hmm. I I I love these songs, and like let's have some fun, and I'm really into it. <laughs> so yeah, to circle back, I guess, Caitlin, um, in closing, to. What you told us a little earlier that you, you know, if you had asked uh, eight-year-old Caitlin if she wanted to be a a children's musician, she would have probably given us a hard no. But (laughs) I rejected it at the time. (laughs) But looking at where you sit now, this truly unique vantage point uh, as a children's performer, you're doing originals, you're doing you know, very famous, well-loved children's music um, and experiencing it and getting this feedback from kids, as you mentioned, and families. And, you know, your life is you have you have become this huge influence um, on children's music today. What's what do you see? How do you feel? You know, what what would you uh, (laughs) what would you go back and say maybe to to nudge young Katie like no 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 this this could be good like how how are you feeling now about all of it <laughs> I don't I, I I honestly uh just like get up every day and work really hard and there's there's a lot of people here who are working really hard uh mm-hmm. and making things we have so many um things that we're excited about and we just are making them so I guess I don't spend I don't spend a lot of time being like I don't know. Look at my empire. <laughs> yeah, I mean, but I'm also very much a part of a bigger a bigger thing, right? There's so many creative and smart people here, um, mm-hmm. and we're all working together. And I'm very lucky that I get to be um, the person in front of the camera and the person singing these songs. But yeah, we're just we're 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 making a lot of stuff, and we're always thinking about what's next. And 
we have our little uh, from the mailbox group chat where we're like, oh, that's nice. And we give it a heart and we, you know, and, and, and there's definitely moments of reflection when I think about uh, the families who, who write in um, and are, you know, it's so meaningful to hear that our, our songs and our videos have helped their children with their development and reach milestones um, mm-hmm. and then we're on to the next thing. <laughs> well, the things you're doing are fabulous. I, I think you, you know, you and and everyone at Super Simple Songs, right? I, I want, we want to spread the credit around because it's a big team and you do great work uh, together. Uh, but I think ultimately I have you all to thank for uh, my two-year-old son marching around the house counting to 10 repeatedly. And that's amazing. The, like he loves how to wonderful count. is that? Yeah. <laughs> so you and Count von Count, I think, both kind of have can share the credit because <laughs> he does love the count as well. Uh, Caitlin, thank you very, very much for sharing some of your time with us with with the Ear Buddies Army. We're grateful, <laughs> and uh, we hope we get to talk to you again soon. Yeah, this has been very nice. I love talking tunes. I'll talk <laughs> tunes all day. Very good. You're right at home then. Good. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you, guys. I am uh, really happy that we got to have that talk. And happy that I got to have that talk with you, buddy. Yeah, Tim, it's it's so... These are su- super simple songs we were talking about, but they are super serious songs. <laughs> like, this is, it is very important. I know you and I care a lot about this, and I'm sure by extension the Army does, mm-hmm. um, because they they must. Um, they must. <laughs> so, yeah, just getting to uh, to kind of talk to a real one there and see... How that's done, and 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 the the spirit in which it's done, that's that's nice. That's encouraging. That gives me some hope. Time to go listen to the uh, the Canadian Mister Rogers, Fred Penner, a little more. That, you know, uh, Tim opened up a new a new world yeah, to me here. Wow! After I I uh, I didn't get too into this because there were more important things uh, <laughs> on the table, but I'm remembering sort of now. Mm-hmm. That I did indeed <laughs> watch that guy quite a bit. Uh, I I googled him and I saw I saw his beard and his kindly eyes and I thought, oh, the guy Larry. who goes into a log. That's Fred. <laughs> yeah, of course. Yeah, you should check him out, man. He's uh he's solid. Got to give him some uh, Spotify streams <laughs> just for you, Fred. Thank you. Talk to you later, buddy. Talk to you later, buddy.